Hey, what's up, everyone? I just got off the line with American pop rock artist and NBC The Voice season 23 contestant Mary Kate Connor. This new episode, Mary Kate talks about her hometown of Ashburn, Virginia, experience with Broadway musicals, The Voice experience, working with coach Blake Shelton, dealing with intimidation, whether or not she feels a great responsibility to make it in the music industry, what she looks for in collaborations, dream duets, her happy place, and more. Now, with that being said, here's my conversation with Mary Kate. Mary Kate, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's obviously been, I, I feel like a whirlwind experience for you uh, just being on The Voice and and picking Coach Blake Shelton as your as your coach and your team. Um, talk to me about, um, obviously, I, w- I want to start from your your hometown, Ashburn, Virginia. Um, it, it, is, is, it, is it a small town, would you say? Yeah. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Um, so I would say it's not. Um, Ashburn is a part of Loudoun County, which is a part of the D.C. metro region. Um, so I live right outside of Washington, D.C., and my county is pretty big. Ashburn is just one small part of it. We have like 20 different high schools and um, it's it's pretty big. The population is pretty, pretty, pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, you you seem to have had or connect with music very early on, um, you know, you've all you've I remember uh, just uh, reading your bio um your your parents just couldn't really get you off of music if there wasn't anything to make you fall asleep you had to play hymns uh, and it was basically everything and anything music connected in your life uh why why is that um I just think you know I I truly believe that God you know gifted me with this passion of music and um, I've had that from a young age. I think it was definitely something that I was born with and um, something that's been just been very precious to me, um, the fact that I've been given this gift. So, you know, just from a young age, I think that music has helped me connect spiritually and connect with other people. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I literally, literally, I could not go to sleep um, or I could not go in the car without my parents playing some sort of hymns. I would just sob. Um, so I think that that just proves that it's definitely something that is just very, very, you know, I connect with it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And was, was there any like musical examples that sort of, that you kind of idolize now and before as well, when you're uh, very young that you kind of looked up to? Yeah. So, um, I grew up in, I was born in Virginia, but I also lived in Nashville and Mississippi. So growing up, a lot of my um, influences were, were uh, sorry, um, were, um, you know, like Christian rock bands like Third Day. Um, I loved um, Need to Breathe was one of them that I love so much. I love the Civil Wars. They're a Nashville group. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. And um, um, you, you've had, I guess, Broadway type um uh, experiences early on as well through high school, obviously doing uh, a high school production of um, Les Mis. Um, would you say that now, I mean, now that like you're getting into the voice and, and auditioning for these types of competitions, you're now clearly being aware of what you want to do in music and, and now focusing on being a singer songwriter. But was, is, is there any intimidation, a part of, now jumping into this type of career um, yeah. rather than coming off the Broadway stage? 
Absolutely. Um, you know, growing up, I, I truly thought I was going to college for musical theater. You know, my dream was to be on Broadway. And that was something that I could see myself doing because of how much I loved acting. Um, but, you know, as I grew up, I just realized that musical theater might not be my main passion. Um, <clears throat> kind of starting last year and the year before that, um, I just started realizing how much I loved the folk um, country sound, Americana sound. Um, and I had never really written my own music before. And, and there was one day where I finally sat down and I was like, you know what, <clears throat> I'm going to try to write a song. Um, and so I did. And that was an incredible experience for me because, you know, getting to write my own music and being able to express myself in that way and that singer songwriter style was really just what brought my passion for music to life and was definitely the determining factor into me moving away from Broadway and kind of going more towards the singer songwriter route. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 what what are you like what songs are you writing? Um what what kind of songs are you sort of like penning I guess in your in your diaries or your journals? What what is the type of songs you're writing? Um so a big one of my influences is Phoebe Bridgers. Um I really love, you know, writing lyrics that really mean something and tell a story. So I think that a lot of the music that I write, um, I would just describe as pretty and floaty and cool lyrics. I always like try to write something that reflects on events that happen in my own life um, and something that like songs that are just really real. And um, I haven't started producing any of my music yet. I just have them done on paper. But hopefully when I start producing, I love that like, you know, kind of contemporary sound singer songwriter with cool instrumentals and a cool guitar part and stuff like that. I'm I'm not, not only am I just like super interested in lyrics, but I'm definitely consider myself a musician first um, rather than a lyricist. So I definitely want my music to speak to people in just the way that it sounds and the lyrics. Absolutely, and um, I mean in in high school productions obviously you were a part of as i mentioned in the beginning les mis and then you did little mermaid you played the role of ariel um you've gotten to play as well when you did les mis you went on the kennedy center stage um what was that opportunity like for you yeah um <clears throat> excuse me you know i was a little i think i was eight at the time and got invited you know um we the reason why i went to the kennedy center is because in my area, we have this thing called Cappies, and it's basically like an award show, but for high schoolers. Um, and our production of Les Mis was nominated for Best Musical. So we got to go with like 3,000 other high schoolers and their families and perform at the Kennedy Center. And it was crazy for me because I'm this little eight-year-old girl who gets to be with all the big kids um, who are amazing. And, you know, my role was literally so small because the song that we had to sing I wasn't even in and they just decided to throw me on stage with a broom and told me to sweep so you know for me that was an, an insane experience just being able to be on the Kennedy Center stage no matter how big or small the part was it was just a really really cool thing and I think that that was the, the thing that inspired me to want to perform on whatever stage it was you know I wanted to be on Broadway, but obviously I think that that jump started just me as a performer in general. And 
I think that's something I, I really cherish is my ability to perform and to connect with a character, no matter if I'm singing a musical theater song or a contemporary song. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, certainly. And I was, I was, I was about to ask you if, if that was kind of a, those ex- experiences of yours sort of helped, I guess, create the stepping stone for you to now jump into um, the music career that you're having now. Um, how much of those kinds of opportunities early on helped, I guess, mold you into wanting to do a career like this? Yeah, I think that um, it, it definitely shaped my confidence. Um, I was able, I was fortunate enough to play um, a couple lead roles in my career in musical theater. And I think that being able to play those lead roles and being in the spotlight on the stage is really what helped me build my confidence. Um, And not only that, I think that no matter what type of music you're singing, one of the most important things is the ability to connect with your audience. And I think that, um, you know, musical theater definitely helped with that, helped me with my stage presence, it helped me um, be able to create a character out of whatever I'm singing or whatever I'm performing and be able to, you know, Um, show that to my audience and and instead of just singing a song on stage they can really feel the lyrics and feel the message that I'm trying to um, portray so yeah right right and um, obviously now we have to talk about the voice because um, you have now uh, auditioned uh, but what people don't know is that you kind of auditioned for the voice in season 19 and 2020 but then you came down with a sickness um, and you, you obviously clearly said it was a, it was a hard time for you to um, because you obviously wanted to hone on your skills on and then get back to auditioning again, um, but becoming much better and, and learning more um, with your experiences and then coming back to do it. Um, what was that like? Yeah. So um, obviously when I went out, Um, for season 19 I was only 15 Um, I really I was very very underbaked is what some people like to say I was very green I didn't really know what I was doing I you know the song that I was singing I didn't even really you know love and and I, I just I really didn't know what I was doing so although me getting COVID was super super hard it was awful um going through that was terrible. It was honestly a blessing in disguise because I know now that I really wasn't ready to, you know, do this process. And so instead of, you know, coming home from LA and being like, you know what, this means that I'm quitting music. Um, I never want to do anything again. I I decided that I was going to not have that mindset. Um, I learned how to play guitar. I really started running hard with, you know, singer songwriting um, I had a couple of vocal lessons. I really just wanted to hone my craft as best as best as I could. Um, those were the years that I decided to transfer to performing arts high school. Um, so even though that was really hard, I have learned so much in these past couple of years since then. And um, I genuinely think that it was for the best. And now I'm able to do this process with a bunch of new tools that I didn't have when I was out there in season 19. Yeah, absolutely. And and tell us about your song choice for your blind audition. Uh, why why choose uh, Stars by Grace Potter and the, Nocturn- the Nocturnals? Yeah, 
So I first heard that song on The Voice, actually, and when I was younger, and I loved it so much. I used to sing it all the time. I was a huge Grace Potter fan. Um, but I think for me, I there's a story that goes along with my song choice. Basically, I served at a summer camp this past summer, um, and it's the Christian Outreach Camp, and I got to serve with a month for a month along some of my best friends, and, and there was a uh, one of the nights we were standing on top of this huge hill. This is in North Carolina, so it's beautiful. It's just in the mountains. And we were standing on top of this hill, and there was a night where uh, we were singing this worship song called Good, Good Father um, to all of camp. And it was this beautiful moment. And I remember standing there, like, arms together with my other friends on the work crew and singing the song. And the stars were just beautiful. And... Um, I just remember crying and it being this beautiful moment. And then obviously, like when we had to leave work crew, um, a bunch of the people that I was serving with live all across the country. So I, I couldn't see them any longer. And so now every time I look at the stars, it's a it's a reminder of, you know, all of those friends who live all across the country who I don't get to see. And one of the lyrics in the song is stars, they make me wonder where you are. And so I just really connected to that. And those beautiful memories that I have with those people and serving for Jesus. And that just really helped me connect and tell a story with the song. Absolutely. And, and when I was, um, when I was watching your audition, um, I couldn't help, but kind of go back to American Idol. And there was this one singer um, who really caught my eye. Um, and it was Lacey K Booth. Um, mm. And I said, and I, and I said, Mary Kate sounds like a, a younger Lacey K Booth. And oh I was like, God, you know, you. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where um and an artist, I guess, comes along as as I remember Lionel Richie saying this, you know, there's there's just a point where an artist comes along and sort of captures what exactly the competition is about. Um finding artists that know how to perform a song and and know their song choices abilities um how much of that goes into whatever you sing now on the voice can you repeat the question one more time sorry <laughs> yeah so I, I i guess i guess for song choices wise how much now of that sort of element um helps you choose the best song that you perform on the voice moving forward yeah um, so I just think, again, like the most important thing for me is being able to connect with the song. I think that if you just go out and sing a song that sounds pretty or your voice just sounds pretty, but you don't really know what it's about or, you know, all of that stuff, I just don't think that you'll be successful. And so I've been very meticulous with choosing songs, um, not only just for the voice, but in my life in general and performances and stuff like that and making sure that not only does it fit you know, my vocal range and make sure that it's pretty, but I need it to be something that I can emotionally connect with and something that the audience will feel something when I sing it. Absolutely. And, and um, obviously you were very clear as well about the voice being a nerve wracking experience for you. Um, but how, how do you deal with that nervous feelings or the nervous sensation that you get? How, how do you, how do you handle that? Yeah. So I have diagnosed anxiety. So that's been something that I've always struggled with growing up. But I think that the voice was just a whole nother, you know, ball field. Like it, it, it was definitely the most nerve wracking thing I've ever experienced. Um, and for me, 
it's just a lot of prayer, a lot of relying on my friends and my family for support because, you know, without them, it would have made the anxiety much worse. And obviously I had my parents there and they were just a rock for me um, in being able to handle that pressure and that nervous excitement and energy. Um, and then, you know, breathing is a big thing for me before I, I went out on stage. And even while I was on stage, making sure I focused on my breaths and not letting, um, you know, the competition get to me and just like sitting in prayer during my, my performance, um, and just like asking God to just help me through it and be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now that like, I guess you're, you're getting older now, um, do you feel there's more of a responsibility now to make it in the music business or music industry? I think so. You know, it's obviously this industry is a really hard industry, right? Um, you know, there's not a lot of people who do end up making it super, super big. I think for me, my goal is not to be the most famous singer. My goal is not to, you know, make it super big in Nashville and everyone knows my name. That is not my goal at all. Um, I think that even just the audience that I have now, I mean, I've I've already gained, thankfully, a lot of followers and, and, and stuff like that. And um I think just having a small community that I'm I'm reaching is more important to me than being this big name in the industry. Um, just because, you know, when I have an, a more intimate community that I'm reaching and connecting with, it just makes it. I'm somebody who totally likes to interact with people who like my music and feel inspired by my music, and so I think that while it would be awesome to have a big name in this industry, it's not something that I am really looking for, really wanting. I just want to make a difference. I want to connect with people no matter how big or how small that audience is. So, so is, so is there, is there a plan B if, if a music career doesn't work out for you, what, what is the plan? Yeah. So um, I'm going to college for music industry. And that basically means that, I get to learn the ins and outs of the music industry along with being a, a music producer. So I'll learn how to mix music, songwrite. I'll get to learn the, the legal and the business side of the industry. So that, that's always an option for me. And then I also just love ministry. I love um, working with people, especially people with special needs. So um, a big dream of mine is to be a music therapist. I'm double majoring in psychology in college as well. Um, so that would just be awesome being able to use that to do something in ministry or help those with special needs um, connect better with music would be something that would be awesome for me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, now, now that you're on team Blake, uh, how, how helpful has he been in, in, in helping you grow sort of your artistry? Yeah. Blake is awesome. Like <laughs> it was funny. Cause when I first did my audition, I was, terrified of him like he's this big dude who is super awesome a huge name in the industry and I was like oh my gosh it's Blake Shelton and then when I got the opportunity to actually work with him he became less of like this huge celebrity and more like this awesome person and you know my nickname for him was Uncle Blake and we really just were able to connect on a personal level and I stopped being super intimidated by him he was honestly just a friend and he really knows what he's talking about, especially when it comes to my genre, which is more that Americana style. Um, he, I mean, he has roots in the country music, obviously, and in Nashville and something that he 
has said he wants from me is to, you know, get me connected in the Nashville scene, especially since he has all of like his venues and stuff. And so not only has he helped me grow as a musician and every all the tips that he's given me, but in this industry and as a person, like he's also helped me grow and given me awesome opportunities. So yeah, absolutely. I was I was actually gonna ask you if if you thought Blake was Uncle Blake to you. Um, um I mean, I mean he he just seems like he just seems like a lovable person. I mean, Blake is I, I guess Blake is Blake. He's he's not really um I guess like an intimidator. Uh he's uh, I, I look at him like he's just a really great artist. He knows what he wants in an artist and he knows how to pick the right songs and and find the right fit um and and so now when you're when you come off the voice stage and you sort of come off the voice experience um eventually that's going to happen um but when you do come off that stage when you're now starting to work with other people and create music what do you look for in a creative partnership um i i definitely look for somebody who is looking to uplift the other person in the partnership I am not a huge fan I mean I'm on a reality competition show but I hate competition um I'm just I love just collaborating and being a team and so I think that I want to work with people who have the same values that I do who obviously want to just make an emotional connection and who will uplift me as I try to uplift them and to not just make it like sort of this competition of who can be the best or who can sound the best on a record or who can sell the the most records I think that it's more just being excited for the other person and lifting them up in this process because obviously this is a scary industry and things often don't go your way and you get a lot of no's and you might not get the followers you might not get the likes you might not get the amount of sales that you want um, but you need to collaborate with people who are going to just stay in your corner instead of being your competition. Absolutely. And um, I mean, now that, I mean, your the voice experience has been great for you so far. Um, and as, as young of an age that you are at right now, I mean, how much, how much are you learning every yeah. day? How, how much, how much of that? I mean, I have learned more than I ever have in my life. Uh, I mean, not only just the musical side, I worked with some incredible people besides Blake too, like our vocal coach and our band director and all of the producers who helped me um, hone my craft. But I also just learned a lot about myself and the kind of person I am when it comes to work, because obviously it's a lot of hard work. And, you know, I tend to, when I get anxious or I'm under stressful situations, shut down and I want to take a nap. Like I, I don't, I don't run at things head on and so this process has definitely taught me that you know that's not always going to be the most efficient way to get things done and it's helped me become a harder worker and then again it's like you're on a competition show with other people and you want to be friends with them but you also have to recognize that you know you are competing with them which has never been something that I really cared about um this whole process I made so many friends I made a whole other family um we truly were a family and so I just learned how to collaborate with people and connect with people and be friends with people that I was also competing against and being okay with you know other people's success over mine has been something that I've really learned and 
loved with this whole process being able to learn that absolutely and 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 you've you've gotten rave reviews from um all of the coaches uh from chance the rapper to kelly clarkson to niall horan um you know i mean blake said you know mary kate's probably not completely aware of what she's been she's even capable of she has a cool appalachian sound and i love that i think america is gonna love it um when you hear sort of compliments from all these coaches what does that mean to you i mean it was just a surreal moment being up there and listening to these celebrity coaches talk about me in that way um you know those people have so much experience in this industry and obviously Blake has been on this show for 23 seasons. Kelly has been on it for forever. Niall came from a, a, a competition show and, and chance is a self-made artist, which is awesome. And so they've all had these experiences and worked with all sorts of different people and heard all sorts of different talent. And the fact that they were giving me those compliments was an incredible, incredible feeling. And one that, definitely boosted my confidence it helped me with my anxiety it 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 made me feel worthy of being of doing this and being in this industry it gave me affirmation that you know I was made to do this and I was made to to sing and and it is my my passion and my talents so it was just it was so awesome yeah uh for sure and and who's who's on your bucket list for dream collaborations Oh man, well, Niall <laughs> and Blake and Kelly. Um they're all incredible. So that would be my dream. I think my my biggest dream would be Phoebe Bridgers. Oh my gosh. If I got the opportunity to even just sit down and write with her, it would be a dream come true. Like I would I would never complain about a single thing in my life again because I'm just obsessed with her and her writing style and the way that she connects with an audience and i also just love her music in general her production on her music is insane so yeah yeah we're definitely gonna have to tag phoebe bridgers in this interview um hopefully (laughs) hopefully she hears this um um and and so as as we're gonna wrap up soon here i want to ask you about um you know I've, i've i've asked this to every single person that's come on this podcast and this question has challenged them um to where they 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 had trouble answering this question, but were open to answering the question. So I'm going to ask you it because I felt um, this could be really good. Um, if there was anybody that you would play a song with, if there's anybody in heaven already that you would want to play a song with, who would it be, and what song would you play? Oh my gosh, this is a really hard question. <laughs> oh man, I have no idea. I have no clue. I mean, I like I have a hard time keeping track of who's in heaven and who is not in heaven. But honestly, there's so many people that have passed on who have made such great impacts. Like there's so many people, honestly, who have done hymns. I don't know like what their names are specifically, but I'm just a sucker for hymns. Like I am obsessed with hymns and will sing them any day. So. I would love to write a hymn with somebody who wrote hymns, what, hundreds of years ago and, you know, those contemporary Christian styles of music. I don't I don't really know who exactly it would be, but that would that would be such a cool thing. Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's 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 so much things that um I, I, I could have asked you, but obviously there is um there's a time limit for these. Um but 
I mean, if there was any questions I would ask you, it would probably be what what would you say is your happy place? Yeah. Um, I love the mountains. The mountains is like my favorite thing ever. I'm totally like, I want to go on a lake in the mountains and I want to jet ski and go on the boats and paddleboard. And I just love anything outdoors. So um, there's a lot of hiking trails near me and I just absolutely love them. And then, you know, there's, there's camps, um, young life camps or, or church camps. I love, I just being in nature is just something that I cherish because it, it brings me closer to God and, and just gives me a place of peace and being able to relax and stuff like that. Absolutely. And, and my final question, because I feel this is important. Um, it's Blake's final season as, as a voice coach. Um, and obviously everyone is sort of paying tributes to his legacy on the voice. Um, if there was any message that you would give Blake now that it's his final season of the voice, what would you say? Honestly, just thank you because he has paved this path for me. If it wasn't for him and his work on the show, I probably wouldn't have this experience to be on the show. Um, he really, truly has just created the show and, and brought it to such an incredible place. And without him, I might not have had the opportunities that I've had. So really, it's just thank you. And everything that he's done for me in the short time that we've known each other has just been incredible. And I've learned so much from him. And while obviously um, uh, Blake has done uh, so much for so many people and, and obviously we uh, owe him a debt of gratitude of what he's done in his career and, and for other artists who are up and coming as well. Well, it's the end of our time together. Thank you so much for chatting with me. at such Thank a blast. You. This is so uh, fun. I mean, I mean, do you, do you ever, do you, do you just love doing podcasts like in general? This is so fun. I've never really done them. I've done a couple interviews since I've been on the show, but this is my first podcast and it was really fun. Yeah. Thank Well, thank you for, for chatting with me. I mean, it, it's, it's been a blast and um, I mean, there's, there's so much things that we could talk about, but um, I mean, I, I wish you all the best in, in this competition and, and your music moving forward. Um, I mean, there's, there's so much, um, but what, what type of podcasts do you listen to typically? Um, I have a couple that I love. I have a few religious podcasts me and my mom got super into serial the like murder crime podcast and every time we would go oh interesting that one which is so yes I, I remember i remember i was uh i remember uh hearing i was listening to some of them um i think it was in high school um uh-huh. i think it was i think it was the um uh adnan saeed case i think it was um okay. yeah but we haven't listened to that in a while but um, but thank you so much again for chatting with me. I, I had such a such a great time. Thank you for having me. Well, to the listeners who made it this far into the episode, thanks so much for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with American pop rock artist and NBC The Voice season 23 contestant Mary Kate Connor. You can connect with Mary Kate on her Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on TikTok. To help support my show, please feel free to share with family, friends, or on social media. You can also find me on all social media platforms. Uh, you can listen or stream my show on all podcast streaming platforms as well. I've been your host, Shake Me Keltsang. Thanks for, tu- thanks for tuning into the show. <laughs>